And the question I started asking myself was, what are we doing to ourselves when we tell ourselves we're consumers 3,000 times a day? Like, that's your, that's the limit of your agency. The assumption that you are a kind of narrowly self-interested creature. That, that and, and when you're surrounded with that story, like whether that's true or not, and over time I've, I've become increasingly convinced and now absolutely kind of insistent that, that, that human beings are not lazy and selfish, that we're creative, participatory, kind of empathic, wonderful creatures but when we surround ourselves with a story like that with that much persistence that much pervasiveness then then it is going to influence how we behave and all of what we do you're listening to the spaceship earth podcast with me dan burgess welcome to episode 40 of the spaceship earth podcast this is dan thanks for tuning in i hope you're all going okay out there I have to say I'm feeling a bit frazzled of late, uh, too much time on Zoom, uh, juggling too many projects and feeling a bit maxed out to be honest with the whole bonkerness of 2020. Um, very much craving some wild time and uh, desperate to get in the ocean actually. So let's see. Anyway, back to the episode. Um, in this episode, episode 40, I'm in conversation with John Alexander. Now, John is a founder of the New Citizenship Project. Uh, he's a strategist, an activist and a citizen, and he's possibly the smartest man I've ever met. Um, John's been dedicating his life exploring how we might shift from a passive consumer-led culture to becoming citizen-led active participants co-creating the world around us. John, like me, spent several years of his early professional life working strategically to help big brands sell more stuff through creative communications. But John, not like me, is the real deal. He's reimagining big stuff, you know, like the future of democracy and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, John just kicked off the Athens Democracy Forum last week with a an opening provocation. Now, this is a big event. I mean, it features Yuval Harari. So, um, John is well worth listening to, um, I believe, and particularly at this time more than ever, his work I think is really um, is 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 very is very valuable right now. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. This conversation was actually recorded back in June. Um, it's taken me a little while to get back on top, but. Um, Let's cut to it. This is episode 40 of the Spaceship Earth podcast with John Alexander of the New Citizenship Project. Enjoy. So, John, welcome to the Spaceship Earth podcast. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, good to connect. Um, we've been trying for a while and um, appreciate your time. In the, Obviously, we're, we are... I was trying to land the context of these things. It always takes me a couple of weeks to get these things out, but we're sort of, um, I've lost some hours. We meet, we're middle of June-ish, aren't we? Something like that. So we're still sort of, I don't know, are we in lockdown? Are we not in lockdown? Where are you? Give us a bit of context. Where are you at? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so I am currently sat in uh, in my house in Seven Oaks in Kent, which um, I'm feeling remarkably fortunate to be in, particularly as until about 11 months ago, my partner and I lived in a, a one bed flat without a garden in Wandsworth and uh, and so we feel like we have sort of uh, timed our timed our retreat from from the big city uh, pretty well to be honest um, yeah and have you been have you been that's where you've been the whole the whole lockdown that's been base camp for you 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, the joy of it's been that you, we don't, we haven't had to sort of be inside all the time uh, because it's been because we're we're sort of out out of the city, so we've we've got fairly decent access to sort of getting on bikes and running and and so forth, which is important to both of us. Although I did manage to have a crash the other day and uh, and and fracture a bone in my shoulder, so uh, so that's that's I've been a bit more confined to pretty much exactly this spot for, for a little bit yeah. more a few weeks. There's um yeah something about kind of um, physical accidents and lockdowns going on. Um, I've experienced the same. I've just got to let the cat out. Hold on a second. <laughs> Come on. While you're doing that, I saw a brilliant cartoon the other day about uh, about Brexit, which was a picture of a cat, the the cat as Britain waiting at the door, waiting at a patio door, and waiting to be let out and scratching at it. And then as soon as the door was opened, it's, it uh, it didn't go through, which I thought was a bit <laughs> a nice, nice metaphor. Uh, <laughs> anyway. um, brilliant. So listen, um, we're going to get into a bit of your story before we get into the new citizenship work and you know what your you know, what you're deeply into right now, and I guess, and how this work that you've been pursuing for many years is starting to really show up um, at the moment. Now, but just just for the context of my listeners, I mean, we share a bit of a, a bit of a thread um, in kind of how we first connected, sort of, I was trying to sort of like articulate what it was, it was sort of like, I think we kind of connect around the sort of deeply disturbing concept of consumerism, right, as the sort of core idea in uh, in our in our sort of society and the role of creativity in in that story that was our sort of connection a few yeah, years I think, back i think as i remember it we, we so you and i've known each other what it must be over a decade now and and kind yeah. of and and as you say the journeys the journey uh was sort of interwoven from the beginning and we've bounced bounced back and forth off one another along the way um but as i remember it, it was like that we were we were in that kind of um we were both we were we were two of the about seven people in that first wave of of people in the advertising in the broad sort of advertising industry thinking hang on a minute we're involved in this climate change <laughs> thing aren't we um, and uh, I think what was your, yours? Was, yours was Naked Planet, was it? And I think ours yeah. was mine. I think I think briefly I held the, held the utterly ridiculous title of Head of Creative Responsibility at Fallon. <laughs> um, well, we were, you know, we were trying to, you know, we were trying, weren't we? We, we were, were trying. We still are. It's true, but you know, there is, yeah, exactly. There's, is, is, and I think that's an interesting. And I guess on that, that's what I'd love to know because I know my listener, you know, a lot of has just really enjoy listening to kind of like these transitions that people have made and i think it's really kind of pertinent at this moment as well because i think you know my sense is also a lot of a lot of people are kind of really thinking about the work they do right now and yeah I think and i love i love your story would you would yeah. you would you just just give us a bit of that because i think that'd be useful which gets you to gets us to today yeah sure um so yeah i guess i guess i mean it really starts for me kind of pretty much at the beginning of my career so i when i was at university my, my only real aspiration was to be a sportsman um, i used to row quite seriously and, and wanted to sort of do that forever um and and but it fairly, became fairly uh, crunchingly obvious that i wasn't good enough unfortunately or big enough I'll, I'll give myself good but not not big enough and uh, and and i um stumbled into the advertising industry really kind of more by accident than anything else kind of wanting to do something Something creative but something not um uh and and something sort of with a bit of joy to it and and that rather than be a kind of banker or a consultant and i was in that mm. kind of um that milk round thing and 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 i um 
I'll say, yeah, stumbled into advertising, but fairly quickly started asking questions about like, what are we really doing in the world? Um, and uh, I remember a, 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 like looking back, there's this day, a day when um, early on, one of my first bosses said to me, like, what you've got to remember is that the average consumer sees something like 3000 commercial messages, messages a day. And your job is to cut through that. And, and I, and I remember like, even at that time, like for a couple of years, I focused that he wanted me to like focus on the second part, right? Your job is to cut through that. Like it's a competition for the attention of the consumer. Uh, and, and, and I was pretty good at it for a little while, but I, even then I was kind of focused in on the first part, like 3000 messages a day, 3000, like, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, that, and that was that's probably that's there's probably triple that now oh well, maybe yeah well, i mean just pre-facebook and pre yeah i mean i, I guess that the what what, what where it eventually got me to was like the question the question i started asking myself was what are we doing to ourselves when we tell ourselves we're consumers three thousand odd times a day like when if you consider all of those messages to have the underlying kind of the unifying kind of proposition that your role in society is to choose between stuff um then then and and that's your that's the limit of your agency and 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 also a sort of implication that you're you are the assumption that you are a kind of narrowly self-interested creature that, that and, and when you're surrounded with that story like whether that's true or not and over time i've, I've become increasingly convinced and now I'm absolutely kind of insistent that, that that human beings are not lazy and selfish that we're creative participatory kind of empathic wonderful creatures but when we surround ourselves with a story like that with that much persistence that much pervasiveness then then it is going to influence how we behave and all of what we do and so so yeah so i I mean i got to that really over four or five years working in advertising and then and then um because I, I remember, because I remember you, you that you there was that work. Because I remember, you know, that's when we were sort of connecting about that, you know, and there was that sort of yeah. I guess that's that sort of tension, frustration of being in this thing and thinking, you know, can I, can I, can I, you know, provoke it? Can I throw spanners into it? Can I find ways to, you know, open up the space for this? And it was really difficult work. Um, and when you're sort of also unraveling yourself of, of really what's going on. But I remember you, because you, you wrote or you co-wrote that paper with, was it Tom Crompton? What yeah, that's that? right. Yeah. And Greg yeah, who's now a, um, a very prominent campaigner at Friends of the Earth and done a lot of work on land reform. So yeah, Tom, so Tom, who's, who's sort of the guy on, on, on cultural values and, and, uh, and, and I and Guy worked together on this thing, a piece that was published under the title Think of Me as Evil, Opening the Ethical Debates in Advertising. It was the, the title was drawn from a quote from a guy called Rory Sutherland, who's big name ad man, um, and he said, I'd rather be thought of as evil than useless. So we were like, okay, we'll take that. Um, but um, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm being a bit facetious. Like it was, it was a deliberate thing to do to say, okay, we need to ask some bigger questions. And in a way, Rory was actually quite uh, embracing of that and, and, and responded to it quite constructive. But, but what we were doing was going like, does advertising increase increase consumption or just redistribute it? What's the evidence? Because no, so many of these questions just hadn't really been stared into. And, and 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 what does advertising what's is advertising's influence on cultural values like what what is the evidence what's the influence of any particular advert on cultural values is advertising a mirror or a, or a, or a kind of or a molder and and of course like uh, in a lot of these things the, the the answers are pretty bleeding obvious but just no one had really pulled together the evidence so that was that was a big part of it but what was 
I guess I guess where I was and where you were and where a few of us were, were kind of trying to at that time sort of where what was it sort of 2009 2010 go mm. can we use the skills of advertising to sell greener stuff basically to sort of to change yeah. to change and and I I was I think I mean I, it worries me that some of the conversation is still there a decade on um, yeah. and I think uh, I think where where writing that paper took me was was to to like it's not enough just to change what you advertise and and what we have to do and and it's not even enough just to affect advertising what where I got to was what we're doing is we're actually we're constructing a, a narrative a frame through which the whole of society is 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 formed and shaped and, and and structured and and that that is the that is the level at which we have to shift our thinking and, and have to shift our practice so it's not just like consume but consume other stuff it's not even just advertising or a bit less advertising it's how do we construct a story or or make space for a story probably better of people as something more than consumers as, as able to sort of and, and construct the opportunities for people to be participants, not just, not just choosers. And and so it was interesting. Like, I think, I don't know if you remember this, but around the same time as, um, as, as think of me as evil came out, um, it was a bit of a Jerry Maguire moment for me to use a, use an early two thousands cultural reference that I, I ended up leaving and we're going to work for the national trust on a project. And That's the right. project was called my farm where we handed over. That's right handed over decision-making on a real working farm to the public by online vote and debate as a way of involving people in sustainable food rather than just selling them a different food product, like be in the decisions. And, and I mean, lots of stuff was wrong with it, but the, the thing I'm proudest of about that was it was, um, it sort of framed the second question for me. So if the first is what are we doing to ourselves when we tell ourselves we're consumers, the second that built up around my farm was what if we could bring the same kind of creativity that currently goes into flogging stuff to people to bear on involving people. So what like, um, and, and that's, and a few years on sort of having gone and dug into it academically again for a little bit, that was really this, the, the, the sort of seed crystal of the new citizenship project as an organization. The, the question like, why is, why is consumerism so creative when participation is so boring? And how can we kind of bring some of the joy and energy and, and insight and creativity of of Adland, I guess, but but more broadly, kind of brand yeah, and thinking, creative strategy to bear on citizenship and participation. And that was because I remember it's interesting. You two things you're talking about, like you know, that early some of those early questions you were asking was like you know the, the sort of constructing new narratives versus I think where. Certainly, you know, how I've seen your work develop and, and how you talk about this stuff is you, you've you increasingly got to the point where it's like, no, we need to create the space. And I, he sort of like, I met, you know, I remember speaking to you about this last year, or I think it was, but, you know, you this idea, well, can we change the story? You know, can we can we bring new narratives into culture? But actually this sense that the sort of pervasiveness of of commercial creativity is so so deep and so kind of everywhere that actually it's almost to sort of bring forth these kind of new ideas or or, or allow people to kind of experience them how how do you actually you know how do you actually give them the space that they can see them do you know what i mean yeah. or that there is another possibility I, it, does that, was that clear early on for you or is that sort of 
I don't, you know, because there is a, there's always yeah. a jump. There's always a, it's particularly when you think about communications uh, practices or, or, or networks or organisations. There's always a sense we can we can tell. You know, we can tell something. Um, yeah. But actually, at least through my work and stuff, it means it's more and more like you know, we have to experience something. We have to mm. participate in something in order to to sort of feel that there is something possible. I think know? I think that's true. I mean, I think. In a way that you're, in my mind, you're kind of bridging two part, two different questions in, in what you've just said. Like, I think one of the things that I am, I am very, uh, I, I guess, very insistent on now is that is is I think that we have to we have to look at both what needs to stop and what needs to be created. Like, I, I I'm, I, I think the it's too easy to argue. It, too easy i don't quite too much too much energy uh, can too easily go into kind of we can create a different cultural narrative we can we can form a different story with and that doesn't have the kind of the clarity and the kind of um the analytical rigor to say actually we need there's stuff that needs to be dismantled in order for that new to have space so so for, for every lovely film or whatever or, or that we can make that that sort of or, or experience we can design that enables people to to sort of to, to be participants if yeah. Uh, if they go, if, 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 if four hours of television a day or, or, or if the insistent sort of Facebook scroll or whatever is, is riven with the message that you're a consumer, then unless we understand that, 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 that is, that is a competing frame and, uh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, um, constricting frame that, that actually stops the oxygen for that, for that, for that sort of deeper idea of stealth to emerge, unless we stare into that as well then we're just we're just we're just doing nice stuff we're just entertaining ourselves we're not we're not we're just keeping ourselves happy and and assuaging our guilt rather than actually taking on the structural challenge and i think that that's something i've become more and more kind of passionate about and 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 convinced of like the 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 we yes we need to build the dream and and construct the citizen world and so on and so forth but we do fundamentally need to dismantle the consumer story as well and and actually the 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 most joyful work for me and i think the excitement is in when you find the pivot points between the two can you give us a, any you know sense of what that looks like? Or? Well, I guess I mean the the the, the most uh, so the, the at a really literal level, it's where you take some of the some of the ideas and constructs that are kind of in the consumer society and 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 explicitly kind of flip them. So one of the things I've been sort of working on and toying with for quite a while is the idea of is the question of like how can we what are we like what is the consumer confidence index as a measure of success of society and what is it doing and and what what would a citizen confidence index look like in its place um so so and this is quite a sort of this has become quite a um it's an inquiry that's sort of taken me deep into economic theory and so forth and you're like and and there's some really it's really fascinating you're like the way consumer confidence works it's a, it's a, it's an indicator of gdp and there's a lot mm. of attention to gdp it's actually a perfect example of what i'm talking about there's a lot of attention to gdp right we've been people that there was the stiglitz commission in what was 2008 saying that that gdp is like a like a comfort like a like um a country steering its course by gdp is like a pilot steering a course with a broken compass that was like 2008 yeah. 
And and I mean, Bobby Kennedy, nineteen sixty-eight or something. The famous quote about oh, the, a brilliant quote. Like, yeah. but but that stuff that that. But what hasn't still there? It's still exactly, at the centre. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 unless you so so, what I'm interested in is okay. And and yes, we've had index of sustainable economic welfare, and we've had these like and and we've had these things. But what hasn't happened is is people going well, actually. What what story is that embedded in, and what's and what else is supporting that story? What's the ecosystem of measures, not just the the single famous one? Because uh, and, and and where I got to was was consumer confidence is is very powerful because it what consumer confidence does is even more than GDP it carries the narrative about what the role of people is in relation to GDP. So it says it says the growth is in, is is the essential. GDP says that, but then yeah. consumer confidence says the way that we attain growth is by people consuming more. Yeah. And 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 unless you address that, and, and what's interesting is that that is the thing that the the sort of the the mainstream media can 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 attach to, can can understand, and, and it's what it's what they use constantly to to translate growth economics in uh, as a whole into into popular culture into into the evening news so yeah. just just this just this week so so we're yeah. speaking at the end of the week where where the shops reopened right and, yeah. and boris go shopping was it what, not what? just boris go shopping but then channel 4 news even like the, the the news outlet that's most arguably most sort of critical and independent thinking was 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 still just trotting out like the the the, the trope that what we that the the economy is is we're in deep economic trouble and therefore what people need to do is go shopping and you're like is it though yeah. like because yeah. if you, when you start to dig into this you find people like Adair Turner like the big names in the economic world you find you find the, some of the some ex Lehman Brothers folk talking about how the story of people as consumers. And the idea that consumption-driven growth is what, she, what we should seek as a key driver of the financial crisis in 2008, that, and that, that because, because the morality of, of, of like trying to drive consumption, trying to drive consumption in order to drive growth, is what sort of unlocked the sub, subprime mortgages as an Dead. industry. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it, and so I, I should pull away from this, but, but I guess the point is to say, like, if you stare at that. And you really get into that, then you start to be able to go. Okay, so what if we can? What's that as an intervention point? And what if the what? What if you design the measure around the 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 not around the question like the meta question of the consumer confidence index that is made up of several measures, but the meta question is how confident you can buy more stuff in the future than you have in the past. The, the, what if you design a measure, a set of measures around something like how confident are you that you can that you have agency, that you can shape the sort of the world you live in, that you have that you have a meaningful, you're able to do something in the world, you're able to pursue a purpose. Like if you can, and if you can construct something around that, and you can start to embed it in places, and we're starting to work with a group of uh, various local authorities to sort of bring that into their ways of measuring their effectiveness then suddenly you drive a whole different story. But you don't just sort of create something, you also dismantle something. And I guess, you know, we, we can get into because I want to, I want to just, um, I, I want, I want to bring it back to just you explaining the new citizenship work, and then we can get mm. into the, the, you know, I'd love you to talk through the, the subject to consumer citizen story, because I think that's, you know, more people need to hear this, because it's brilliant the way you've 
the way you've kind of made sense of this. Um, but just but just quickly, but in order for that to happen, I mean, and again, and we'll get onto this local piece as well because that feels like such a key area. But you know, then it's just then it's dismantling the numbers story, right? The, the money story, because because I guess that's that's where people tend to go. Is that well, yeah, but the economy is all about money, and how are we going to, you know what I mean? And it's sort of um, so this this letting go, this sort of, you know, and I think I was talking recently to um, Cassie Robinson about this, about this sort of, yeah, the sort of, you know, the the sort of, there's also a sense of some things that we we need to be better at talking about, like what do we, what things need to die, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what what things do we need to let go of as a as a culture, and or you know what what are we prepared to sort of explore as a as people to go actually well maybe this you know maybe this this habit or this behavior or this belief or this this industry it's not serving anyone anymore you know and how do we how do we kind of put that to bed but with with a bit of grace and you know what i mean and yeah. uh, versus what you see out in the media which is well you know but all these jobs and you're just like well yeah there are you know with intention you 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 could you can start to see how these transitions can happen but it's 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 very polarizing isn't it? and, we'll, and we'll, we'll get into that i guess um we could get in deep here. Um, I mean, if I, if I like, maybe I can bridge from what you're just yes. saying about money system and so forth to the subject consumer citizen thing. Cause I think, um, what I would, what I love about and what I'm most excited by in the, in the ideas that, um, I work with, that we work with at new citizenship and that increasingly I'm starting to bring into, into, um, politics a bit is, is that they feel um, the very accessible ideas, right? Like, and and they're very, and they're also very empowering. So, so the whereas whereas like the moment you go like we need to change the money system or we need to dismantle capitalism or whatever, I'm like, oh wow, like, yeah. and and you end up one of the big criti- like the things I'm most wary of is this. You know this language that people use where they they say post something. And like mm. post post capitalism, post liberalism, post whatever, and you're like post consumerism, exactly. And you're like you're only you're saying that because you don't have something positive to offer. You're, you're like <laughs> it's um you're you're and you don't know what 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 you're what you're trying. You don't know what you're describing. You're just anti something. Is mm. really my sort of my take, to be honest. And, okay. and I think the 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 thing I um there's a lovely moment, and this is where the sub like subject consumer citizen came in. It's like um. I went through a really dark time and I think, I think, I think you and I were in touch during this where like when I've, when I left advertising, like when, when I wrote that think of me as evil paper and, and when I did the, 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 my farm thing, actually the, there, it was a binary opposition consumer versus citizen. And it was right. like black and white and, and nothing is like that really. Um, and it was this moment I had in actually chatting with my mum <laughs> um, about it when I was really down and I'd gone gone to stay with my parents for a little bit. And she said, um, she said, she said sort of, I do, I do wonder why you get so against this stuff. Like, and, and sometimes I feel like worried about you for it because when I was growing up, um, this was, and for me as a woman born in, born in the early fifties, like this was, this was the, this consumerism was amazing. Like yeah. consumerism was hugely liberal, and she told me of like the 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 first washing machine that um, we got when we were a family when I was when I was tiny. The first, um, they got a washing machine called the Hot Point Liberator. <laughs> Brilliant, and and she was a bit like, marketing right there. Exactly, it's great, <laughs> and she was like, and it deserved that name, right? Because yeah. And, and I think, and so, and it just made me go, oh, what? Like, and then I started digging into sort of, okay, 
consumer, because the other thing is people tell you that consumer, we've always been consumers, that humans are consumers. And then you go, but no, we haven't. Like, mm. and then you go, what came before? And, and, and basically through sort of inquiring into that and, and I, I developed this, developed this framework that's, that to, as you say, is subject consumer citizen. So the idea is like, uh, very simply put, kind of end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th, we were something like subjects and arguably for a very long time before. So, so the, and I think of these as kind of moral, moral stories, like ideas mm-hmm. about what is right or self stories, like ideas about what our role is in relation to society. And so, so in, in a subject story, the right thing to do is to keep your head down, do as you're told, get what you're given. We, 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 we obey and receive um, leaders, command us, like all of that stuff. And that story kind of was deeply limiting. There's no, there's no kind of creativity in that story because you're not, you're not a creative agent. There's not really any moral agency in that story because you just get told what to do. Mm. And then, and so sort of through the two world wars, like that story collapses as, as people are sort of, we see the kind of the lie of, of, of the, of there being a fundamental difference, the lie that, that there is a kind of God given few who should tell the rest of us what to do when we're side by side in the trenches. And then, and then coming out of the two world wars, you, you get this story of the consumer and it's really only, there's some amazing stories about kind of the, 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 uh, the late forties, early fifties and how that story was kind of constructed. But that in that story, so if you contrast it with subject, so if subject is keep your head down, do as you're told, consumer is something like look out for yourself, get the, look out for number one, get the best deal for yourself, choose the option that best suits you from those who are offered. Because if everyone does that, the best society will result. Not as a kind of, not as a sort of, um, uh, yeah, a kind of co-option of or of diminishment of humanity, but but on the, on a kind of hypothesis, on a on an idea that that actually is going to unleash us all. And, and that's and 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 just be clear because that's just that's beyond i mean that's so deep right it's beyond just like the stuff we buy it's 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 the education we try and get it's the the way we look at work you know it's, it's off you know all of it is tends to well at least the way i look at the world over the years is sort of get ahead right or get get something that no one else has got exactly or, do you know what i mean exactly um, and then this story has has its root like yes and this is what i mean when i talk about these things as as frames and narratives, not just as, so we, people use the word consumerism and they mean kind of excessive consumption and and we're lazy with that language. When I use the word consumerism, I think of it with a capital C and a hyphen between consumer and ism. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's the, it's the, it's the story that exists. It's the society that exists when consumer is the, is by so much the dominant idea of identity construct that it comes to shape every interaction we have. And, and, and so what I'm, so yeah, so exactly as you say, so, so, and what I'd argue we're in now is, is, is just as the subject story kind of collapsed before and the consumer story emerged from within it. Uh, and, and by the way, there was a whole kind of intellectual genesis of that in Darwin and others. And now, and now what I'd argue is happening is the consumer story is collapsing and the citizen story is, is emerging and could emerge. And, and, or rather I'd argue that that was what was that sort of broad historical moment from a shift from subject to consumer that was more or less complete. And then a shift from consumer to citizen that was emerging and, and trying to form, but not yet ready. That I would argue is where we were on about, well, depending where you are in the world, kind of end of end of 2019 or, or up until about March the 10th in the UK. Yes. And then, 
And then the whole thing has just been thrown into the crucible, thrown into the melting pot in, in the last few months. But, but, but the idea of the citizen, so if the subject is like, keep your head down, as you told, citizen, consumers look out for number one, citizen emerges from the ashes of that story and says, no, 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 we're, like we're bigger than that and better than that. The right thing to do is to get involved, like to shape the context of your own life, to 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 contribute your view into the into the sort of into the big debate about what the collective interest is. And so, if subject says you're not good enough to have a view and you're not creative enough to contribute anything, consumerism says you're 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 good enough to choose what's best for you and you're creative enough to choose between things, but you're not. But you're only good enough to know your own interest, not the collective interest. Then citizen says, "No, actually, we're 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 creative enough not just to choose between things, but to shape what the choices are, and we're good enough not just to not just to know what's our own self interest, but to contribute to the understanding of the collective interest. And actually, that but by our very nature, we can and want to do that. If only we stop telling ourselves we're consumers all the time. So, what like in the last, you know, let's say." since the you know since pandemic since lockdown what's what's happened to this to this story as far as you can as far as you can sense and make out like what is because it feels like you know it feels it feels like you know there's you know there's so much happening and and yet at the same time it also feels like there's a there's this real um there's still sort of power you know a friend of mine used this phrase that you know there's still the beast is still lashing its tail do you know what i mean it's sort of like so there's sort of like yeah what's your sense what's been happening for you during these months around this shift like to tell me tell me some you know where, where you think some signals and just just a sense of that and also i know that you've been super active as well like you've been we'll get on to that because you've been writing a lot as well in, mm. in the last few weeks, which has been super interesting to see how that's been traveling. But just, just on this, on this consumer citizen story, can you tell me a little bit about what you, what you're sensing and seeing is happening yeah, and sure. where the possibility is? I mean, I think what the, the, the way I would describe it is like I say, from, from it being a kind of broad historical moment of a shift from one to the next to the next, that it suddenly became a kind of a chaotic, like, a moment when all three stories were suddenly in play and and arguably both subject and citizen in particular became accentuated versions of themselves. So, you, I mean, lockdown is the ultimate kind of subject moment. Like in, in many ways, it's sort of suddenly and the, and the enhanced power of the state, the kind of the willing embrace really of, of, of the restrictions on, on deep restrictions on civil liberties. Um, the kind of, the, the, that was a, incredible kind of subject moment and it's because subject isn't isn't a kind of necessarily a sort of evil thing but it, it, it is deeply paternalistic it's deeply kind of it's a it's a story that is is of limited a, limits our agency and i think i think that 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 went big and is still there right like it's we we've suddenly we've had this shock and it's still very much there um the, the yeah, it's, I was listening to a thing last night on a some webinar thing uh, with Paul Hawking on it, and he was talking from the US, you know, being in the US, right? But he, you know, he he was just the language he was using. You know, we're we're in a deep trauma. Yeah, you know, right now we're sort of like, you know, he really felt that there's a, and there's a sort of there's a sort of is a moment of trauma, but there's you know there's this there's this sort of moment of 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 te- you know of of learning that's yeah. that's there as well. But yeah, just 
yeah, sorry, I just just thought it was interesting. As I say, no, it's, I'd it's, love it's, to come come to that a bit more actually, because I've been mm. yeah. I, I, there's a this idea of like the, there's a there's a there's a the, maybe let's go there a little bit now. The, the, the yeah. really interesting, um, a, a wonderful book that I would recommend to you and anyone who listens to you ever, um, as, and anyone who listens to me ever. Um, Rebecca Solnit's book, um, A Paradise Built in Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, she it's a it's basically a she she died in 2009 shortly after hurricane katrina and, and the aftermath and, and sort of digging into the aftermath of that she was kind of inquiring into like what what is human nature uh, and what happens in the aftermath of crisis that can teach us about human nature and and and, she, and the sort of the way we think about uh, crisis and trauma is we think of them as as um, we take the conventional wisdom is that crisis is something that brings out the worst in people that 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 civilization is the sort of is the is the protection from ourselves and when and in crisis civilization is kind of the the thin veneer is torn off and and we're red in tooth and claw and we and we and we and we eat one another that mm. that and 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 what Solna kind of describes and 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 evidences really deeply you go into and in crisis that's not what happens what happens is that people come together and people find one another and people help one another and people people love the experience of losing their self their their narrow self-interest and finding a bigger collective Mm self-interest and 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 actually the the kind of the trappings being torn makes that possible rather than renders it impossible no, yeah, that, was, yeah that that and 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 she goes she goes on to talk about what you this trauma thing that you were just mentioning to like we tend to think of trauma like we ptsd like we, we st- post-traumatic stress trauma as a negative which it which it is and tra- and there's been this is a tragic time in so many ways and yet she talks about there's this there's a there's a Fair, there's a growing kind of understanding of the idea of tra- post-traumatic growth that, mm. that actually the, the, these experiences of kind of having our understanding of ourselves kind of wrenched open is a is in many cases a kind of a moment for deep like a major expansion yeah I think there's, that, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a breakthrough possibility exactly in, breakthrough in not breakdown break right yeah yeah and it was and yeah, I think that's that's so to the subject consumer citizen thing. You're like the breakdown place that we might go is is arguably subject <clears throat> is is sort of a step back, a kind of and it, and you can see the appeal of it, the kind of the 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 lure of being told what to do in times of such drastic uncertainty, and the lure of giving up our agency in order to in, in, and giving it up to someone else who who offers to take it from us can feel like giving up a burden. And that's mm. that's one place this could go. The 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 consumer thing I think is is in a similar sort of space really, but but subtly different. It's like it's like the the kind of no 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 we we just have to do what we have to go back to is the sort of we just have to do what we always did. We we have to accept that humans are are, are, are selfish and 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 actually that the economic and we have to go back to economic growth as the thing, and we have to pretend we haven't seen what we've seen. 
And then right. the, the citizen story is the one that that is in mutual aid and is in kind of is in these connections that we've made to one another and the the, the form and the ways that our families have linked across distance and is in is in all this stuff and that says and and is in the sort of organisational renewal and reinvention that's 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 been happening and that and that says no 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 hang on a minute like we've the worst the worst has happened and at least until such time as the the as the sort of the the authority has has tried to reestablish itself at least until that moment we found ourselves wonderfully we found and 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 we were able to to do something very special yes in tragic circumstances that you would never wish i'm not saying that but but we've seen an opportunity but that's that's um also you know, a, a deeply human story, right? Because I was listening again, it was, um, was Janine Benyus was talking about how, you know, you know, thinking of thinking in a kind of living systems mm. or just, a, you know, as, as living beings, you know, if you have a, any kind of trauma in the body, for yeah. example, you know, an injury, a cut or whatever, you know, the, 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 the energy, everything in the body goes to that, goes to that trauma, tries to repair it, protect it you know it works from the weakest point it's yeah. uh, you know what i mean it tries to support that and it was interesting thinking about this you know how we we're responding and to your story you know where you know there's this sort of the human story that wants to go and support the most vulnerable where the most you know where the pain is where the suffering is but then, yeah but then the subject story as you're talking seems to you know wants us to go wants us to sort of get back to sort of get ahead you know we can't look after everyone and which actually clashes really with sort of how life maybe wants to work, um, which which really struck me as an interesting way of thinking about it. Um, I think that's right. I, I, I mean, I guess I draw a slight distinction because I do think I think the subject future and the and the consumer future are distinct in the right in that I think the subject future is a kind of um, so I don't know if you if you've seen the work that the, the long crisis and, and I'd really recommend this again to, to, to folks that the long crisis scenarios that um, uh, Alex Evans from the collective psychology project and a, and a whole group of other people have been working on. Um, but they, Tell us they, a bit about those. Sorry. Tell us a little bit about that. So, so what they've done is they, they've um, essentially argued that the, the, the two biggest deciding factors in what happens next are, um, whether the solutions and the and the and the the approach that we decide to take are are centralized or distributed mm-hmm. and whether the values that underpin the, the approach that's taken are um collaborative or 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 individualistic um and and so, you, that, so that, that central to local piece mm-hmm. i mean that plays out you could argue like just looking at the uk right like for, for example you know um uh, coronavirus testing, right? Yeah, <laughs> centralized, Super uh, right? Yeah, if you PPE centralized, uh, so there's even just in very, very obviously, very just sort of you know, certain specific kind of actions, but that that's taken that approach of central power knows better. Yeah, exactly, and 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 central power knows better is is very much a subject thesis like a subject idea the the, the sort mm. of the building block of that whereas i think the the uh, the 
and and I think where that leads you to more, and, and so they're, so they in their in their scenarios, they sort of talk about three that I think are, are kind of well. There's four scenarios they get to from that. The 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 the, the worst of them, shall we say, is is the kind of. Uh, um, centralized but uh, but kind of uh, individualistic values and they call that the kind of the rise of the oligarchs and and we can certainly see that right like it's a really dark place um, uh, the, the the centralized but sort of more collaborative values I'm not a huge fan of the the, the title they've given it like they, they called it the big mother scenario the kind of the 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 the, 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 the sort of the the nurturing the the sort of hugely centralized but but maybe kind of over restrictive state right and I guess if you if you if you chose to believe that the that the and I think this is where a lot of the appeal to to certain parts of society comes from of things like the sort of the the centralized app and the centralized ppe and so forth it's like it, it, and and i think that the big a big appeal of that is among the older generation and 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 that sort of stuff that we've seen data for this that that, that actually like it, there's a desire to believe that, that that responsibility can just be served somewhere far away from me and make sure that i can just uh, that, that that just tells me what to do and i'll stick to my yeah. stick to my text me sorts yeah. me out i'm fine we're exactly. all fine exactly and then, and then, but when you go to the decentralized kind of world, you, you get, I think that's, if you decentralize the individualistic, that's where you get into the sort of consumer thing where it's like everyone, everyone looks out for themselves that, that, and in some places that, that sort of coheres into some good, some sort of, some vaguely kind of positive and generative things, but not in any way that's commensurate with the scale of the challenges we face. Uh, and that I think is the picture of the consumer type future. They call it fragile, resilient. And then, but then, and then the place that the where the citizen story lies, where the kind of where it's decentralized and and collaborative, where we can kind of where we sort of is a mess, but a, but a but a but an intentional mess, a bit mm. like nature to your to to the analogy. Yeah. Like, and it's a. And and that, the the guys the 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 long crisis team have called it winning ugly as a scenario, which I think is a really lovely idea of that we might hold and and explore of kind of what what world we could create in this time. It's not going to be a kind of an orderly utopia, at least in the in the conventional sense of of the word orderly, but it might be a an organic kind of um, uh, collected shared intent. Uh, deeply localized, very distributed, but but with some degree of kind of shared value and shared shared values and shared understanding, that we mm. actually build something very special. It's it, it's so interesting. So this this stuff for me is like again, it's like um like like, like the messiness that you're talking to. Um, so I, I get a sense. I guess this also taps into the to the work you do. That we we've we, the sort of the the consumerist sort of subject consumerist story, whatever has in many ways create this sort of obedient culture right it's sort of i mean it's just interesting seeing it play out on lots of different levels where you sort of you know you 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 kind of you know you feel like you're being told what you need to do all the time in order to sort of progress through this sort of linear view of life you know yeah. pass this exam get this job whatever it might be right and actually, when you start to take that away, so it's been fascinating just from personally, just like what's been happening with like trying to homeschool over the last three months and yeah, wow. see, seeing these kind of quietly, deeply ingrained, it's a sort of a, even the obedience of being in the school system and actually not quite kind of knowing how to sort of, you know, when you're suddenly out of that, how do you actually, 
start, you know, do how do you self-direct yourself? Do you know what I mean? How do you and and that's been fascinating watching the kids there. But I see that in our culture and our society. These, you know, people are looking for to be told what to do. Um, but I think as you, you know, as you know, in in you know, as as I know your work and you know, we've crossed a lot on this whole area of inquiry-based ways of living and working. And but actually one when you when you have practices and and, and and techniques and peer support and whatever then the messiness is much it can be really joyful <laughs> i mean it's painful as well but it can be quite joyful because you're you're actually experiencing participating your way into this emerging world versus being waiting to be told which way to go in do you want to, do you want to mean i so yeah. one of the things that i'm sort of really curious in at the moment is how do we how might we you know and it, obviously there's examples at play all over the place but it's almost like when I think of where this stuff's going, I think, well, you've got to be able to somehow support the kind of the car crash that's going to keep coming for the next probably couple of years, you know, and how do you support the most the most vulnerable to sort of, you know, just to be able to sort of, you know, just hold, hold all of this uncertainty and messiness and not have to worry about can I feed myself and my children and do you know what I mean? And then and can I house myself and then, you know, and then and then how the, and then you can start to think about like how do we start to imagine our way out of this stuff, and how do we, you know, a place based. I don't know. To- I, I hear you, and then um, I think I, I, I think the idea there's something really. I, I'm just I've suddenly become like in this moment, and just in just in listening to in, in what we're talking about, like suddenly feeling conscious again that 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 we're two white guys having this conversation and and i think that's and and i'm not trying to but there is something um there's something in this moment like it's i don't think it's a it's not a, it's not an unrelated thing that 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 black lives matter is happening now sure. and and the and the and that the, the narratives of, of, for example, kind of the, the indigenous wisdom of, of uh, are, are really coming through. Whether it's whether it's people like Edgar Villanueva in the states with with his his his, his book decolonizing wealth and kind of and the, and understand and the sort of the sort of redesign the 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 the, the, the real the real depth that sits behind arguments to sort of defund the police or, or even abandon traditional policing systems that that um that come from the often the 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 insight and the and the and the ideas come from don't like uh, and i'm not trying to call you or anything like that i'm just i'm like there's something in what you're saying that sort of feels like and I, I i think i've held it myself a sort of assumption that we have to be to some degree safe or, or to a great degree well, safe I, I, get, yeah, I guess end. i guess i guess though but to that point i guess what i'm saying is how do you you know you know right now that you know there's no people have no land ownership there's no way to cultivate food there's no way to yeah. uh, there's no ownership of property that's you know i mean the whole thing is is rigged towards white people and people with existing in this power structure so if you're going to you're either going to have a total collapse or you've got to find ways to like i say to allow people to create the world they want to create but there are fundamental things that are you know how how how's that going to you know how do we how can you create the 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 ability for people to take control (laughs) and 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 participate when the the basics of of Mm. of survival are so um inaccessible currently 
that's I guess that's where I'm coming from rather yeah. than because I'm much more you know I totally agree it's not about trying to sort of mandate a vision and a process and a way of doing it but what I look at, at the moment is that how do you you know in order to be able to sort of it's almost like that what you talked about the you know you have this thing about how do, you know in order to see a world beyond advertising you've got to create the spaces where advertising doesn't exist but I guess that's my thing that I that worries me not worries me but well yeah I mean it's just you know I mean I, no I, I hear you I think this this is too, so when you were talking to me about what we might do on this we were talking it was like what's the edge of the learning is always the question right like what, what mm. and I think this is absolutely it is like like and I guess where I am, so I think I saw you write about it and I've read it and i come across it in a couple other places, a piece um, by a guy called Vinay Gupta recently. Yes. Um, talking about uh, the, the his sort of diagnosis of this moment and the kind of the structural kind of exploitation and the and the, the, the and, and where he got to was the sort of proposition that we, we should we should try and enshrine everything around the rights of the child. Yeah. And then... Um, and it's really fascinating. Like I found it, there's a there's a moment in in the piece in Gupta's piece where he talk where he sort of um, he he. I mean, it's a, for those if you haven't read it again, you should. Like it's the it, uh, to, speaking it's to wrong. your listeners. Like there's this there's this one the very powerful kind of deconstruction of the of the of the of the sort of favor breeds favor structures that that are in that are in the kind of the, in the in in among the kind of elite structures of our societies. But, but, but where he gets to as a result of that, he, he says, um, we will only, he sort of asserts out of, in the midst of an argument, he asserts that we won't, we won't save ourselves in, in the sort of oncoming climate emergency unless we are mandated to. And I found that a really fascinating moment in reading it where I, where I just, where it stopped me. And I was like, I don't, cause I don't believe that. Um, and I think, I think it, this does come back to the kind of the fundamentals that I'm, that I, the fundamental belief that I have is that, well, two fundamental beliefs I have. Firstly, that, that humans are by nature citizens. Like we are collaborative empathic creatures who want to do stuff together for the, and, and and the second is that we surround us that we're shaped by the stories that surround us, and currently we surround ourselves with some pretty poisonous stories. Now, if you take that into this situation that you and I you were just describing, we were talking into, I think, and 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 look at that Gupta thing. I think what he's saying, where he gets, to, he he's coming from a different set of belief. He's coming from a belief that goes, these people who are perpetrating this stuff, if not necessarily everybody else, but certainly these people are fundamentally not good uh and and i think i am like I, I i come from i think i'm coming maybe from a and i i hear that and i see that and i understand that and i know that he's worked in refugee camps and he's seen like he's seen some bad stuff yeah and yet i'm like i don't believe that i don't i don't believe it like i, I think if we there are maybe not in the, in the extreme spaces but in the vast range of spaces between there is, there are, there is first and foremost, there are, there are tastes of power. There are, there are, there are elements of agency that, that we all have that we can start working with. And then on the other side of the, that can be seen as the enemy, there are people who also are limited in what they can do and in, and in how much they can like themselves by the, by the patterns and the stories that they've been living in. And, and therefore there are incentives there as well to open up. 
And if we can create those sorts of spaces, if we can come into all this moment believing in one another as citizens, I mean, you look at look at some of the amazing things we've seen over the last few weeks. The kind of the the the, the sheriffs walking with with the protesters in 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 the states. The 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 the, the Black Lives Matter protester throwing the far white protester over his shoulder. With, uh, did you see the Metro headline? He ain't heavy. I just love that. And and like the kind of the 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 spirit that's there. That if we can, that, so so where I, I'm not being terribly articulate because this is the kind of edge of it, right? But like, yeah, right. I mean, it's messy as hell. But when you sort of also see, you know, you look at sort of British colonial history being unpicked now at the moment, right. and like, uh, and and what's going on there, and where's that going to go? Because right. um, that you know, again, it, I guess that's it. I yeah, it, it is. It's, this thing is unraveling on multiple fronts, and so well, I guess, sort of. I guess what I'm saying is there's sort of two ways. Like there's there's a way that insists on the there's a way that do, that sort of that, that that sort of goes we need to impose a law we need to find a principle that we can organize by and impose right. that on ourselves and i think that's where gupta is coming from and i and for my and to my mind there's a different way which is to in like insist on like belligerent almost belligerently insist on the kind of the goodness of 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 the human and 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 it and and insist on starting from there and going and that is what i think takes you to a decentralized distributed kind of place and and allows you to go this this there is space for this to emerge it may not look like it and the more abstract you make it the more you zoom out the less it looks like there is space, but the more you zoom in, the more oh, like with a new lost, citizenship yeah. project, we've, we've been and worked in, oh. in, in council estates in Huddersfield Ooh. that are known as being some of the, that had been kind of heartlands of quite unpleasant stuff, but, but, and, and you can like Huddersfield's an amazing city. Don't like, and, 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 and the, that whole region of Kirkley's is just phenomenal. And the people we met and found and the stories that we heard and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, the passion that we saw, and and the ability to kind of when you let when you when people allowed themselves to be side by side, the the energy that unlocks is phenomenal. And I guess that's that's my take. Is like I think that's the edge of this. So where's it where's it where's it happening for you? Like where where are we seeing this emerging world of the citizen today? Like what can you share some stories? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, globally, I think uh, that Taiwan in particular is a fascinating case. Um, and what what uh, so if people again, the, one of the one of the one of my heroes, I think, in this moment, as as for an increasing number of people, I think is a, a woman called Audrey Tang, who's the the digital minister of Taiwan, used to be the le- leader of the uh, of the protest movement there. Uh, and then became part of government, and and what Taiwan have done, and effectively they 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 talk about their their national approach to coronavirus as being fast, fun, and fair, uh, and they 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 see it as a as an ongoing shared inquiry of all the citizens into how we can keep how we can keep each other safe, uh, and they. They, they they sort of they 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 stopped flights from the, on the thir- on the first of January they'd already stopped flights from Wuhan they they the, the sort of precautionary principle because we need to keep look after each other 
also knowing about SARS and previous experience and so forth. But then they, they've, they've created a kind of a, a, a hotline, a, a simple, like ta- what Tang talks about, she's like ultimate technologist, but she says that the two most important technologies they've used have been the telephone and the television. And they created a five-digit num- phone number where any citizen could ring in for an I- with ideas for, for how to make the, the, the national response better. Um, and and then and then there's a t- daily televised press conference as there are in so many places. But in this one, wherever possible, they try and refer to the ideas that they've got and, and improve the thing. So there's this lovely story of someone phoning in, a kid phoning in and saying that he didn't want to go to school because all of the uh, regulation issue face masks were pink and and this little boy didn't want to wear a pink face mask and so the next day at the at the press conference all of the like uh, ministers were wearing pink face masks and they got a bunch of like baseball players to come on with their like super macho hero baseball players to come on Brilliant. with their face masks and you're like imagine and they haven't they haven't had a lockdown right because they have they haven't needed to because they have seen themselves as all in its and, and precautionary principle not needing to get there not not desire not desiring to put people in that situation so that's that's an amazing one highly recommend. and that's that, and that's that kind of i guess that you know again so there's a relationship there's a sort of relationship going on between state and citizen yeah. there's an element of kind of like transparency i guess almost like um you know because people are you know there's a response there's a feedback that's happening between yeah, what? But on that, I love the way um, the way Audrey Tang puts it in the interview she did recently with um, with Matthew Taylor that I highly recommend. Um, I think it's called Bridges to the Future, the podcast series. But um, she says uh, she says that um, that uh, it's not about citizens trusting government; it's about the government trusting the citizens. Right. Yeah, and it's, and I guess that so in Taiwan has that been something you know is that relationship been developing over time like that's it's there it was there as the pandemic sort of kicked in yeah but only since the, the there was a effectively a kind of revolution it was I sometimes talk about it as the country where Occupy won I've been writing about it for the last four or five years and have spoken to various people there um, but but yeah um, the story starts and only starts in like 2012 um, when government the government at the time produced some ads saying shush little people just go shopping effectively and and a group of hackers formed and started to sort of started to hack government websites and set up set up alternative versions and and eventually kind of it culminated in an occupy style protest in in 2014 and then and then and then the government shifting and changing and inviting some of the hackers and the and the and the pro and the movement builders into government um, so it's only it's not it's not in the dim and distant past. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. recent, um, and and I mean Iceland is another case in point on a on a world scale. But but coming more locally and and into Britain, I think it's 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 sort of this is why in my work at the moment I am I am supremely excited by and very focused on local government. Um, which I, I mean, when you and I first met each other, would never have been on the radar, right? No. <laughs> but like, if I, if anyone working in advertising listens to your thing, the the job you should go and take is is go and work in communications in local government because they need mm. great people, but they are doing that is that is the this is where the most important work in this country will be done. Certainly in the next two to three years, probably for the next five. 
um, until because until such time as we have a general election, it's the only way. It's the it's the well, it's it, the only way to change. It's the only place that you can actually make shit happen, right? right? But also, but also because it is genuinely where the power where pa- there yeah. is power to unlock the agency of citizens. Um, because I mean, we've been working as New Citizenship Project. We've been working with Kirkley's Council for the last year or so, in particular, and with one or two others. Um, uh, but but some of the things we've seen and and been able to be part of, like just just the simple act of going of working with people and um, to go and go and run a conversation where you ask like we ask the question simply ask the question like when have you felt proud of 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 the place where you live and sort of held a space for that conversation. And by the end of the conversation, and, and, and we had some people in the room who, from the council who could offer examples of how people might organize themselves. There was no money, no nothing really in the room. But by the end of the session, uh, a tenants and residents association had restarted in the room. Uh, a festival started to be planned. Uh, and you're like, these things are... This is this is it can it can be everywhere. I've come across just in the last week. I met um, met a guy called Billy Desane, who who who's the who's one of the kind of conveners of a of a of a group called the East Martians from from uh, East Marsh, which is a pretty not 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 uh, not well looked after by by the by the by the state and not well regarded by by the nation part of Grimsby, and they are doing almost the same sort of stuff and, and doing it awesomely. Um, and, and like there's energy everywhere in this country. Um, and particularly now in the, in, 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 with the, with the, it's not even the memory of mutual aid, is it? It's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the current reality of mutual aid. And, and I think if, and that's why, so we, I've just written a, one of the pieces I wrote recently. I mean, you referred to some of the writing I've been doing and some of it's got more attention than this, but, but the, the, the piece I've written on local government and how local authorities can step into a citizen future, because I think that the place of councils, the place of councillors, the place of local authority staff in shifting their mindsets and, and, and opening up possibility is enormous and they really want to do it. And it's and so it's 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 just a massive gimme. You you've talked a little bit. I think oh, is it is it rapid democracy? I've heard you writing about recently. <laughs> <How> did, <laughs> what's that all about? Oh, mate, it's just I'm, I can barely. My brain is spinning at the moment because I'm so excited by what's what's possible. And yet, um, so the rapid rapid democracy is a whole nother. <laughs> this is right. this is basically going like um, just trying to conceive of a way. Uh, that a particular process could be run on a local level or on a national level, frankly, um, which is to say, like, there's a lot of talk about deliberative democracy and citizens' assemblies at the moment, which is, and these are really important mechanics. But what I'm particularly excited by is the idea that, so look, but put it into context, the most recent piece I've written about this was in the context of the of the Colston statue um, coming down Bristol. and going into the harbour in Bristol, yeah. And, and Marvin Rees, the mayor, uh, came out and said, I want to I want to run a citywide conversation. So I've briefed some academics to come up with a research paper. And you're like, huh, interesting. Citywide conversation, research paper. Um, City academics. <laughs> exactly. City academics conversation. Um, it's not very citizen, citizen-ish, is no, it? No, quite. Which, and, and I'm not like, um, it's a yes and thing, right? Like I, Marvin Rees has done wonderful things and held the space brilliantly. But what I, what I was throwing into that was, well, what if you could, 
run a process that would genuinely uh, offer the ability for the right kinds of participation at the right stage of the process. And so I borrowed the model from um, from uh, Bain, uh, I think it was back in the 90s, wrote a paper on corporate decision making called RAPID, yeah. uh, where which is an acronym. Uh, so the, the acronym stands for recommend, agree, perform, input, and decide. And the whole idea uh, is that that if that that people mistake decision making, they think decision making is just one thing, making a decision, but actually there are multiple phases to that process. And when and their argument was when corporations go wrong, is when all too many of those processes sit with a single actor, often mm-hmm. the CEO. And, and so I uh, basically all I've done is transpose that analysis onto democracy and go too many of the actions, too many of the, the roles in a decision-making process sit with too few actors, arguably M- MPs and even increasingly under the influence of the current government, which I would argue is not even a conservative government, but anyway, is, uh, is, is within the executive, not even in parliament. But in, in, the, in the context of Bristol, it's to say too, too many of those, too many, too many of the decision-making roles reside in, in the councillors and the mayor. So what if you broke those things out and you said, you said, let's have an input process first. Let's, let's open out for ideas from everyone. How, how, could, how could and should Bristol face into its, into its racial history? And yes, that's about what statues should be where and so forth and what should happen in there. But it can also be about like, how should the, how could, how should, how could schools work together differently? How could the city have a different relation to place other places in the world? How, you could imagine lots of different, and those ideas can come from wherever anyone has an idea. And then you, and then, and there are platforms that are, are designed and open source for that sort of thing. Then you have a recommend process where you do need a citizens assembly type process. You need a representative sample, arguably leaning towards the the racial context. You need to get a recommendation out. Then you need a decision. And that decision is still the right role, just as in a corporation, it would still be the role of the CEO is still the right role for the elected representatives. And then so they still have a role, but only one of the many roles. And then you yeah, and you're, you're effectively you're, you're 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 approaching them for decision making after you've gone very wide and you've sort of, but not just you know, very wide for feedback on the on something they've already thought of, but very wide for input to say what what's important. Yeah, yeah what, what do we want to do here? What matters yeah. to us? Because yeah, we all have a stake in that. Yeah, and the ability it, that sort of thing to create power. So, like, I mean, so you know, because obviously, I you know, I've, I've been sort of exploring you know, co-creation and open design and stuff. And what I, you know, through the Good for Nothing project, and we, you know, we know we've had a lot of focus on local cities and chapters and, you know, it's, 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 in, it's so fascinating for me to see all these, you know, and, like, and as you said, there's all these platforms and open source tools and there's all this stuff out there and there's pockets of people that, you know, you know again you know i live in bath right it's like and i see all these you know you see all these things there's this group that have been looking at traffic and you know low low traffic neighborhoods and you know there's a common place that just a platform that just got put out three weeks ago and you know all these people are now sort of marking the map like what do they want to see happen what do they want to change you know what so there's you know that's just one example then you've got groups that are looking at you know air pollution you've got groups looking at food but it always seems to be and and I guess so. You've got all this possibility in all these networks, but convening always seems 
a complete, uh, just a complete nightmare. Like, I don't know, it's just like trying to, like, you've sort of got all the elements, but actually, you know, how do you bite off a chunk that's, that's, I don't know, maybe I'm just talking myself out of this, but I guess, because I'm, I'm exploring this, you know, I'm really feeling this at the moment, like, even in my own, you know, my own life or my own patch, what should I be doing knowing what I know or knowing networks in the city that I can see? And, you know, we had a, a you know, a Black Lives Matters uh, demo in Green Park in Bath two weeks ago. There was a thousand people. You know, one of the speakers said this would, this would be unimaginable in Bath two years ago, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and there's all these networks, you know, we've got very strong XR groups in Bath. We've got all these different, we've got a very strong youth climate uh, strike movement. There's all these groups and and you know I know they've been sort of individually looking, but it, I guess to that question you're saying, it's like, you know, it does feel though. But unless, you know, whatever comes out, you know, whatever is becoming, you know, what 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 we now participate and co-create and, and and this shift to citizens, at least my understanding from you know listening and watching and learning and reading is that unless we, you know, the, those that have been really screwed by the old system aren't right front and center in the mix we just will we'll keep making the same mistakes. And I think that's an interesting thing right now. How do you, how do we make those bridges? Do you know what I mean? Between. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. for me, this is, this is why, this is why I, I'm so passionate again, as I say about local government, um, because that is the, that's the place where the, the, this stuff interfaces with still really genuine power. Um, and, and that's the, so like, if I, I don't know if I, if I had my, uh, there was a really, I can't remember who it was. There was a phenomenally powerful thing. I'll try and try and dig out and find it. But there, there was this moment um, where I think it was a mayor of a US city said, um, said to protesters, um, black mayor said to protesters, do you know what? Like, protest all you like do what you like great let's make the noise let's keep the noise going but what i want is at least a least a bunch of you guys to run for office right like you need you need you need to get involved like we need we need you in here i need you i need you to be shouting at me directly i need you to be i need you to be representing yourselves and and and, and yourself in this in this space and i think like i'm I've been, I've been, I felt torn about this in the past because you're like, well, but we know the system, we know the system needs to change. We know, blah, blah, blah. but, but the fundament, like so many of these structures are actually exactly what we've been waiting for, but have been kind of hidden in terrible language and terrible processes and terrible design. And it's only if we can, and I, my, my take at the moment is like, well, my take, I'm pretty convinced by it is like, how do we need to step into that and 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 reshape it and i think this is what things like flat practice democracy the frame stuff is is all about like mm. and 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 also taiwan right like audrey tang stepping stepping over as a uh, from 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 protest into into government like that wasn't just a yes that you can sort of see that as something that government did that was very brave but it's also something she did that was very brave Mm. Um, so who's giving who's 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 giving you hope here in the uk like what what <laughs> what what's making your heart kind of you know pop a bit in terms of you know as we look at this obviously 
you're my hero in this space, by the way. But, um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. We're doomed. <laughs> no, but I mean, what you know? Are there? You know, what's you know? What 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 are you seeing at the moment that's really getting you excited? Can you can you speak to sort of you know some some specific things or people that you that we should be looking at or 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 checking out that are sort of really bringing this thing to life right now that are kind of really helping this shift and particularly at this local at this local level because i'm completely with you i mean you know you know how my head was I, i'm very much into looking at how the non-human world works and thinking what yeah. can we do and obviously the you know the again you know nature doesn't do like scale it localizes and it's, it's if this local for me feels it just feels absolutely like this feels like if we're going to shift to something different, it will be these, you know, I think that, you know, it's like Schumacher would call it, you know, the two million villages idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All, all sort of connected up, you know, with, with a sort of, you know, a, a sort of maybe a vision, maybe sharing a vision of the type of paradigm that we're trying to go towards, but actually having like vast amounts of flavors and ideas and differences, depending on, you know, the diversity of a place. And so all that goodness, but, but the local piece does, totally with you it feels like such an integral part and particularly when we look at you know, from a system perspective where we are in this country and the you know the the current election systems and centralization and we've got four you know you can't you can't shift that but you like you say you can the changes are happening and they can happen and that's how we're going to we build something but where yeah what else is going on that's really kind of getting you excited in the uk Do you know, it's, a, it's a funny funny question it's like um I always ask funny questions. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think what I really want to answer is, is, um, in a, in a sort of almost politician-like way, <laughs> to Go on, John. say like, um, I, I almost don't want to pick out any one thing because I think it's, I think, I think what I'd, what I'd, so if your question is like, what should we look at? I think that was a real, that was, you sort of dropped that into when you were just talking. You said, what should we look? Yeah, at? I would say, look where you are. And look, look for this, look for this sort of thing. Look for, look for the community, look for the, look for the councillors who are most open-minded, who are trying to open conversations and attend the local events and, and don't really know how to do it, but, but want to look for the community groups that are, and, and the protests that aren't, that are, that are trying to sort of, that are trying to involve the the people in in positions of power and trying to invite their ro- local representatives in and and sort of uh, or, or the people who from within those movements are considering standing themselves either as independents or, or or getting involved in a political party and frankly it doesn't really matter which in, in so much to my mind look for like i just i mean for what it's worth, like I, I, on that, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a member of the Liberal Democrats, and kind of, and I'm keen to try and, frankly, I'm what I'm, what I'm working with is the, is trying to sort of put this work at the heart of that party because I believe that's that that is its, I mean that was it that was where it was growing under Paddy Ashdown back in like Paddy Ashdown wrote a book called Citizens Britain in 1989 with the subtitle yeah. A Radical Agenda for the 1990s about <laughs> universal basic income and citizen shareholdings and 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 gr- genuinely meaningful devolution and so on and yeah. so forth and well that's what I mean but that's what I mean to our exactly that like these ideas like again in order for people to co-create this future that they want yeah that, that you ha- those things like UBI or, or whatever the involvement of them, they just feel so 
critical because you you just yeah it's almost impossible to step into that space of possibility if you can't feed yourself or you know what I mean yeah. or you're, no and I, so, and I don't mean to be glad I'm not I'm not by any means dismissing that but I just I think um and so so the thing I'm I'm and I and so at some level in that way I do I do agree with you and I like what I'm I'm personally I'm moving a bit away from not away from but sort of complementing the the new citizenship project work which has a local government aspect but is also with with businesses and of various sorts whether it's the co-op or and, and with charities like parkinson's uk and, and others but also i'm starting to work more politically and i'm i'm mm. i'm working with a guy called ian K- ian kearns who um who is just taken over as director of a thing called the social liberal forum which is basically a space that is not about any polit- particular political party but is about trying to create the space to go like this like we are citizens and and we want to be citizens and we want to shape the future together um and, and yes yeah, so it's a human agenda look to do that exactly a, a human agenda um so and i like what you're so i like what you're saying here is like this idea of like looking for looking for maybe f- people and projects that are trying to bridge a yeah. little bit feels yeah, yeah, like, yeah. rather than that sort of again that kind of you know the the sort of siloed way of doing i guess that's yeah it's interesting that because i think that i think you that's spot on it's like it has to you know where 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 the possibility feels like is where the people are willing to 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 you know to have feet in different perspectives and and, and you know and, and listen and hold these different points of view and yeah. like work with them even if they're sort of intuitively not comfortable with them yeah because i am i am i'm angry with the system and i'm going to and I'm going to be inside it and change it. Like there's, a, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable in the system, and I can see the 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 problems and challenges of it. Like the more we can, the more we can make that space populated and interesting and energetic, the more chance I think we'll have. That's brilliant. That feels like that might be our that might be our our moment to because uh, we could speak for hours, John. But we'll have to, which we will which we'll do. But I'm I'm conscious of of time and what just how you know I can link to your work and whatever. But um, are there are there anything coming up that that folks could get involved in or anything you want to point anyone to or? That's a good question. Um, I mean, you're still you're still. I mean, the new citizenship projects. You know, you still are involved in that but you have built you know you've kind of sort of have a, a great team haven't you now that sort of yeah take I, it on i mean new citizenship project is still the 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 best home um yeah. and there's events and and uh, kind of workshops and and things that 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 anyone that that are there that, that will be that we um sending out very soon uh you could publish lots of interesting reports and stuff yeah we've got a lot of stuff if you are are you our website has a has a sign up for the mailing list of newcitizenship.org.uk um, and we don't send much but when we do send it it's usually got some, we make sure it's got some substance to it um, and uh, and follow me on uh, John J Alex on Medium and Twitter um, and look out like the, the biggest thing that's coming up I think we are going to put out a report uh, on some data we've just been gathering on on the on the hunger that people have for a citizen approach to society as opposed to a subject to consumer approach um so that'll be coming soon under the banner of the social liberal forum um so. amazing 
Brilliant. Well, I'll link to that. So, uh, you know, this Spaceship Earth podcast, I always ask this question at the end. You know, we're all, we're all kind of uh, uh, on this thing, hurtling through space. Um, and this phrase of becoming crew, which I like to sort of explore with my guests, like right now, like what's for you? Like what's that saying to people? What's that, what does that say to you? I, it makes me think of... Um of Sam Connor's work on, on pirates and, uh, and the idea that, that, that actually when you, when you really understand what the golden age pirates were about, they were, uh, a society, they were about trying to create a better society. Um, and one in which everyone had a stake and a say. So democracy on the pirate ships was, was about, was about everyone having a say and, and everyone shaping what, what the, what the decisions were. Um, and I guess within that, I'm like, crew to me feels like an active rather than a passive. So it's like, if you're crew, then then you're not just tribe. You're not just sort of told, you're not just sort of invisible in that. You're you're kind of you're an active shaper of what that what that thing does. Um, and so I think it says get stuck in and and go. Don't be afraid of power. Go to where the power is. Lovely. I love that, John. Thank you so much for this conversation. There's so much in there. I love, I love catching up with you. You always blow my mind completely. Um, and, uh, but I, I love what you do and the way you see the world and the work you do is so important. And I think it's brilliant that it's, uh, you know, yeah, we're in, we're in this mess, but there's, there's people like yourselves around, which is, uh, which makes me, um, feel like, you know, there is a more beautiful world that can happen. Um, so thanks for your time and you brother and um, um, we'll be in touch we will we will thanks John right then I hope you enjoyed that conversation with John Alexander Um, I certainly did do follow uh, John's work um, and the new citizenship uh, project work fascinating stuff and yeah John's work is really gaining momentum at the moment so definitely worth getting involved um, yeah thanks for listening thanks so much for your support if you like what you're hearing do give us a review um, on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to it really helps uh, more people find it so um, yeah we'll take 30 seconds that would be lovely um, and do get in touch with any thoughts or any feedback you have it's always massively appreciated uh, but yeah until next time peace and out